everyone, and welcome to the Knights of the Dark podcast, where we talk about all things Brandon Bull. I'm Jessica. And I'm Megan. And we're happy to have you all here. Okay, so today we are going to have a little bit of a special episode. We're not talking about any chapters from the first Fable Haven book that we're working through right now. Nope. Instead, we have a question for all of you. Do you guys know what ChatGPT is? Well, I, I, I bet you do, because <laughs> it is very hot topic right now. Yeah. And the topic of AI. So, mm-hmm. I don't know if any of you have tried out ChatGPT, but it's... An open AI where you can go on and you can ask it pretty much any question and it'll give you some sort of answer. There's no guarantee it's reliable at all. It'll certainly be entertaining though. Yes. <laughs> and so that's what we did today. We went on ChatGPT and asked it some questions about Brandon Mole's books. And we got some fun answers. <laughs> so we'll be kind of going through that today. And just as a little warning... There are possible spoilers ahead for all of Brendan Mole's books because it kind of covers everything. Yeah, possible is more like guaranteed, obviously. Yeah. <clears throat> like any of his series, which we hope to eventually cover on this podcast. Which we will eventually cover. We will, we will. Very true, very okay. true optimism. But yeah, so we just want to put that out there. Yes. Spoilers ahead. So I asked ChatGPT, do you know of any fan theories related to Brendan Mole's books? And... I asked it a couple times because it just kept giving me answers. And the more times I asked the same question, the wilder its answers became. <laughs> A.K.A. the more hilarious they became. Yeah. So at first it seemed like it like knew what it was talking about, but then it just kind of got weirder. So mm-hmm. here are some of the first examples. So we have a Fablehaven theory, or so-called Fablehaven theory. Um, one popular fan theory, so this is ChatGPT talking, one popular fan theory about Fablehaven series is that Seth and Kendra, the two main characters, are actually descended from one of the magical creatures in the preserve, possibly a unicorn. This theory is based on hints dropped throughout the series, such as the fact that Seth has a special connection to the fairy queen and Kendra has natural talent for magical spells. What do you think of that one? <laughs> I honestly, I cannot speak. I'm just over here, like, laughing soundlessly over and here. this was the first time I asked it this, and this is the first thing it came up with. So it's a good thing to start with. So, I mean, I don't know of any real, f- many, many fan theories, but this was, I just think it's funny. It's, like, based on hints. <laughs> of which there are none. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, so once again, last chance, spoilers here. That is so wrong. (laughs) I like how it's like possibly a unicorn they're descended from. I mean, mean, Kendra. I mean, in theory, that is. I mean, in theory, yeah, it's possible. Like, we've shown that, like, magical creatures can have relationships. Like, there's Patton and Lena. Patton and Lena never had a kid, though. What if they had had a kid? Why did that happen? Wait, what? I've never thought of that before. Why didn't. Oh, well, that would be so sad for Lena because they would. But. You should still have grandkids. Man, why didn't that happen? Brandon, <laughs> you have something Honestly, to answer Pat, <laughs> Patton probably just, like, like they just probably never had time. He was too busy yeah. traveling the world, going to different That's preserves. That's true. That's true. Saving half the universe. Wonder, would it... <laughs> 200 years in advance. I guess it sh- Would it be possible or no? That's a good question. I think it should be possible, right? Even though... Because she was, like, mortal, but she yeah, was, she, like... she was a fallen... She had man. hints of immortality, so I just wonder if the kid would be... Well, or I mean, mortal or have 
How do you think those aspects Blixes of immortality are, are born? How are Blixes born? Like Man, we're making our own theories here right, right now. <laughs> oh, thank you, ChatGPT. This is not where I expected this to go. Okay. Oh, but, but, like, how was Vanessa born? Like, who were her parents? I don't know. Is it just, like, a mutation? Or is it genetic? I've never thought of that before. Okay, well. Because they, they're, they're mortal. They're not magical creatures, but they are magical. And then you have, what's her face, Trina? What's her name? Vivablix, the one who says. Yeah, yeah. Is that her name? Uh, I don't know. You, the Vivablix. That explodes the, violently the when she the tries to book. suck Bracken. Yes. No, but yeah, so, um, uh, yeah, now I wonder how is a Vivab- how is a Blix born? Okay, well, we might make what if our that's own what, theories. What if that's what happened when a mortal and a magical creature have, like, what if, like, if Pat and Alina did have a kid, it would have been a Blix? Or if, well, what kind of Blix, though? Because then you have, like, a... What's like, like the, 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 the dead one, the narcoblix, the vivablix, the lectoblix, is that the which is necromancer? The, the dead one, yeah. Like those are, I think, the three that we know of. Was there, was there any more? Controls in the sleep, sucks out youth, controls the dead. I think those are the think only ones it. that we've yeah. had. I think that's it. We need blix lore. That's so intriguing. All right. Well, like if Kendra and Bracken have a kid, yeah, would it be a vivablix? Because like well, it has Bracken's. Except like, like Bracken, like. I don't know if that's, like, the way to say it, but, like, I, like renounced his immortality. Yeah. And like he said he would age normally now. Yeah, I, I read that, and I was like, mm? I, I kind of I kind of preferred what Kendra was thinking at the end of, like, the fifth book when she was like, maybe one day she'll become an Eternal. Oh, I so thought, I thought she that was going to... I so thought that was going to happen. That would have been perfect. I really thought that was going to happen. I thought she was going to become immortal somehow. And I thought, I think that would work better. That can be your headcanon. Then they can be the become the king and queen of the fairy realm. I know, right? <laughs> is Bracken the youngest kid of the fairy queen? He's the we only meet one of his, son. He's the only son, but yeah. we meet one of his sisters, and clearly there can be a I queen. I mean, age is kind of hard with immortal Fair. people yeah. figures. Man, so these are some theories these I kind of want to delve deeper in, but that's not what I expected for this to happen. Yeah. Do you want to read the Beyonders theory? <laughs> You'll have to take this one because you know oh, I am yeah. I am less experienced in the world of Beyonders. Okay, fine. Okay. I'll change that. In the Beyonders <laughs> I've read them. In the Beyonders series, there is a character named Rachel who is able to communicate with a magical sword. Remind me, is that true? No. <laughs> There's <laughs> okay, not a magical right sword. Right off the bat. Um, some fans have theorized that Rachel is actually the sword's previous owner reincarnated. This theory is based on clues in the text, such as the fact that Rachel and the sword seem to have a deep connection, and that Rachel has a birthmark that looks like the sword. Yeah, when I read this second theory, I this is when I was like, man, this really just... It's, like, it, it's it gets its names right, yeah. and some small details, but then it makes up these, like, things, and I'm just like, what sword? There's not a sword in Beyonders. She's from Earth and comes to the beyond, to Lyrian, and then, like, it's, I started reading this and I just started laughing. I was like, this is kind of, like, ridiculously funny. Like, it's so, it's, it's so stupid, it's hilarious. But it's like, it sounds so confident in its answer. It's, like, confidently wrong. Yeah, so, it's kind yeah. of funny. Like, these theories are very much, like, you can see that there is a template. There is a definite yeah. template. One Based fan on theory hints. about blank series is that blank person, blank, is actually blank, blank. Yeah. This theory is based on hints in the text, such as blank and blank. And like, then, there's always, like, abs- like, hints in the text, and then there's two hints. And, like, most of the hints, a lot of them don't exist. <laughs> and hints in that, like, it's so funny how it just kind of makes it up. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was a fun one. Moving on to the next one. Okay, next one is Dragon Watch. This one is interesting. <laughs> so Dragon Watch. One fan theory about Dragon Watch series is that Seth's friend Gavin is actually a dragon in disguise. This theory is based on hints in the text, such as the fact that Gavin is always absent when there are dragon attacks, and that he seems to know a lot about dragon behavior. And bear in mind, this says this is a theory for Dragon Watch. <laughs> I didn't catch it's so close. That's the I read That's, that and I, I was like, th- that was the closest you've ever been. Like, yeah, honestly. But like so uh background. Gavin is introduced in the third book of the Fablehaven series. Yes. He is introduced as the son of a very famous dragon tamer. Dragon tamer. Yeah. And whose father has died, and so he's like eighteen and he's introduced into the Knights of the like Dawn. Sixteen. I think he's like is sixteen. He? Yeah. Oh, okay, I guess you're right. It, it would be weird if Gavin were 18 and Kendra were, like, 14. <laughs> Fair enough. No, but yeah, so they, um, he gets, he and Kendra both get inducted into the Dragon Watch at the same time, and Kendra gets a little starry-eyed. Yes, for the next couple books. Yeah. I, th- I, I don't know if we need to, like, review this. I, I feel like people Yeah, would know. if you know this, yeah. And so, I mean, spoiler alert. He actually is a dragon. He's a bad guy. <laughs> yeah, and he actually is a dragon. Yes, he is a Demon prince, I think that's what because he's, he's such a bad dragon he that gets he gets the honorary title. He, yeah, yes. he gets the honorary title of a demon prince because he is that bad, a bad guy. <laughs> so, like, it's just funny. And also, it says that it's like Seth's friend because <laughs> like, definitely ooh. he was more friendly with Kendra. <laughs> so, and he yeah. was never even mentioned in Dragon Watch. He only meets Seth in the fourth book when he sneaks into Worm Roost. Oh, that's good. That's, that's true. It's It's so funny. Because it's not true. Like, the first hint is the most untrue one. Like, he's always absent when dragons are around. Yeah. That's not true. Like, yeah. it's just the dragons always come up and they just know. They're like, yeah, exactly. dude, what are you doing? <laughs> we'll so, help yeah. you out. We'll, we'll be nefarious with you. So, it was like, it was so close. But then I was like, so close. So, so far. far. <laughs> so, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was so a fun. That was a fun one. The Five Kingdoms. Next. Your favorite. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Five Kingdoms is very near and dear to my heart. I love the series. So do I. In the Five Kingdoms series, there's a group of powerful beings known as the Keepers, who are tasked with maintaining balance between the five different kingdoms. Some fans have theorized that the Keepers are actually alternate ver- versions of the main characters, Cole and Jace. This theory is based on clues in the text, such as the fact that the Keepers have the same eye colors as Cole and Jace, and that their powers seem to be related to the powers that the boys gain throughout the series. I mean, Jace has a good power of, like, sarcasm, but... That is the ultimate power. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Also, the Keepers are the Crystal crystal Keepers keepers. from book three. Yeah. The only other, like, quote-unquote Keepers I could think about is, like, the Grand Shapers... But they're not keepers. keepers. Yeah. And so, and then, like, Cole does not have their powers. He kind of has... OG powers. The, the OP powers. True. <laughs> I love Cole so much. He's a good character. But, yeah, I was just like, this is like, getting... Moral dilemma. This is different what? lore that does not exist. No, yeah. <laughs> also, I don't know. Do we even know the eye colors of Cole and Jace? I don't know. <laughs> 
and Jace doesn't even have, yeah, like, he, his only power is Jace, sarcasm. Jace does not have powers. And his magic, okay, his magic rope makes him, like, a superhero, but, like. Yeah, he is really good with that rope. He's very good with that rope. And he's such a, he's a cocky little boy. He's just so, <laughs> he's very confident. He's, like, and also. I mean, being a, a slave of the Sky Raiders, he has to be, you know. He's, he's plucky. very much. Um, live fast, live, live, live fast, kind of like thing. Die bravely. Die, live fast, die bravely. Yeah. Ooh. Is that actually a thing from the book, the live fast part? No. I don't know. I just feel like it has that, like, that kind of like, he's like, I, like, his thing was like, I started working at the Sky Raiders where I could die any day, and I said, I'm already dead, let's just go. And he's yep. like, nobody can hurt me at this point. Yep. I'm just going to go. And yeah, he still ends up, and I think he's going to end up possibly like a Grand Shaper's husband. Him and Mira, so cute. I mean, ah, now I want to go read those. They're just so good. I just reread them. They're good. <sighs> okay, so the next theory was probably the best one out of all the of these. Deepest. Yeah, I read that and I was like, well, this is like a good answer. So <clears throat> this says Fablehaven. Another theory related to Fablehaven series is that the series is an allegory for the stages of life. According to this theory, each book represents a different stage of life, with the first book, Fablehaven, representing childhood, the second book, Rise of the Evening Star, representing adolescence, and so on. What do you think of that? Okay. I'm going to be honest, it's been a while since I've read the entire Fablehaven series. Mm -hmm. At this point, I've gone through most of the first book. Yeah. And there are certain things, like, I remember basically what happens in all the other ones, but I'm, like, trying, now I'm trying to think of kind of, like, the thematic things and i can kind of see it it is weird because i i mean maybe brandon had this planned out like that or maybe it just happens to be like that but it's kind of interesting because the first book does kind of feel like childhood like everything is new but you're having to learn some like hard lessons it's it's the kids like finding out that the oven is hot when they touch it and they get burned and then they learn oh oven is hot but then like nothing super bad really happens because they're able to you're yeah. able to remedy at the it, end. It, like, it's, it's wrapped up in a nice little bow at the end. Yes. yes. Okay. In the second book, you start to get a little older, and you start to know about, more about the world, which is where they learn more about the society and the the demon prison and they're also the being, five artifacts. They also they're also being taught. If you think about it, like yeah. they have like yeah. the, the, they have Warren. No, yeah, well, well, Warren at the end. They have Vanessa, Tanya, and Coulter. Coulter, yeah. I almost said Coulter, and I was like, wait. Vanessa, yeah, Tanya, and so, Coulter, yeah. And they're all teaching them, like, very reminiscent of, like, high school kind of things. Mm-hmm. Like, they're learning about these specialties and yeah. all these things. And, like, they're finding out what they want to do. Yeah. Kendra decides she wants to come very kind. <laughs> I mean, she was already very kind. <laughs> yeah, so that's interesting. And then the third book... Third book is Shadow Plague. Late teenage years, young adult. I don't know. Young adult. It's definitely darker, obviously. You know. Does Seth mess up majorly in that one? <laughs> um, like what's Seth's brave, stupid move there? He goes oh, to visit. He goes Grawlis. to. He goes to visit yeah. Grawlis. That's what it is. Yep. I was trying to remember. Yeah, Kendra is, like, working. I guess you can see it. Kendra is working on, like, increasing her own powers, like, high, in college reminiscent. Like, she's chosen a path, and she's going down it. Yeah, she, she joins like, the, the Knights of the Dawn. Joins the Knights of the Dawn. Seth is more of the um, un, undetermined major. <laughs> <laughs> you're he, taking this far. <laughs> I, 
I'm seeing it. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm looking for the links. I was going more on like, you know, as life goes on, you kind of see more of the darker side of life or kind of like the it other side. This one's dark. Grip of the Shadow Plague, like literally creatures are falling into a darkened state. And then at the end, they find out that um, the Sphinx was a traitor, you know? And oh, so. I thought that was the end of the second one. No, it's the end of the third one. Because in the third one, Vanessa, they're trying to figure out. Vanessa leaves. No, a, Vanessa leaves like a thing, but that's when they're. She implicates. She him. implicates it, but they don't know for sure until the end of the third one. When the Knights of yeah, the Dawn like because they go, go to him. the the Knights of the Dawn meeting and they share they the suspicions. They think that the Sphinx is the captain, but they can't have any because of all the masks that they mm-hmm. have to wear. Yeah, all the secrecy. And then they find out that he was a traitor. Yeah, and then it's confirmed that he is the turncoat tallywhacker. Yes. (laughs) I just said yes, and then I realized what you said, and I was like... (laughs) And then the fourth book... We also have our first first major loss in the third book. Just a quick look at Lena. That's true. More realities of life. Mm -hmm. And the fourth book is, like, crazy. Like, Kendra... Oh, kidnapped. Yeah, oh yeah, and oh, like yeah. I forgot that whole plot of like Kendra's like dead oh, but I... not dead, and then oh that one was that's dark. crazy. <laughs> I forgot about I thought I yeah. forgot that that happened at the beginning of the fourth. Yeah, it happens at the beginning of the fourth book. Oh man, I I, I still remember like reading, like at that point they were like probably what fifteen and twelve. Yeah, I think, I she think was... she's like fifteen and he's like thirteen. Yeah, because they're back in school at that point. Yeah, around fifteen and thirteen because yeah. she's like a freshman. Yeah. Anyway. That yeah. one's so... I, I always felt like... I that remember reading crazy. that one. Like, Seth had to watch his sister die. Yeah. And bury her. Yeah. And then... Yeah. Well, that is why he's oh my, like uber depressed. Oh, my... Like, for I... For good I, reason. I, oh, my gosh. And then, I need to go back and read like that crazy. reunion scene. Where, like, Kendra finally gets back because they find her and they get her back. Like... It's short but sweet. Yeah. Gosh. Like, Seth doesn't crack a joke. He doesn't say anything. He just goes and he hugs her. And Kendra's like, mm-hmm. whoa. He's like, we bury you. Yeah. And then he switches to the, like, yo, you should use it as your headboard or something. And then, you know, coping mechanism Ken- comes in. <laughs> yeah. Definitely is coping mechanism. But, like, <sighs> yeah. Man, I'm just thinking about that now. I'm, I'm almost tearing up. Well, and then, like, the Goodness. fourth book goes, like, goes from that to, like, Worm Roost. Where we and finally find out Gavin's the traitor. Gavin's the traitor. And then they come back and... Um, their parents have been kidnapped too by the society, and and Seth gets to be a knight. <laughs> yeah, Seth gets knighted to good, but yeah, which is also more growing up. So that's interesting. And then the fifth book. No, I'm, I'm, I'm remembering. I don't know the... how that equates to death or anything, but yeah. <laughs> so like, it kind of works in the first couple books, but as you go on, I don't know. Yeah, the first two, I can see it. Yeah, the first two for sure. Maybe that's mm. why it's only listing the first two. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, these work, and then it doesn't explain three, four, and five. <laughs> yeah. Do we lose anybody in the fifth book? Coulter. Yeah, that's true. Who did we lose in fourth? Oh, we lost um, uh, Maddox's brother. It started with oh, D. um, Dugan. Dugan. That one hurt. I feel bad when we had to tell Maddox. Oh, but Maddox. then we get Raxtus. We do get Raxtus. I love Raxtus. I love Raxtus. He's the best. I do love He's he's so fun. He gobbles up. <laughs> he literally defeats Gar- Gavrog. Navrog. You you combined Gavin and Navrog. Gavrog. Gavrog. We also get Warren. In the second book, love Warren. I love Warren. And Lestale. It's like it's like once Warren comes in, he takes in all of Dale's screen time. <laughs> okay, but 
I'm sorry. I don't like hate Dale, but like Warren is just better. He's the better brother. I'm sorry. Who's the, is, is Dale, Dale is, older? Yes. Is Dale, Warren is younger. I picture him very attractive. <laughs> and he, he is the reincarnation <laughs> of Patton Burgess. He is his like I don't know some kind of great, relative because he's Warren Burgess. Yeah, he's so. Warren Burgess. Okay, this is a Fablehaven theory from ChatGBT. In the Fablehaven series, there is a character named Dale Burgess, who we we just were talking about, who is a powerful wizard and a member of the Society of the Evening Star. Some fans have have theorized that Dale Burgess is actually related to the main character, Seth and Kendra, possibly as a long-lost uncle or cousin. Not lost. <laughs> also, he is their cousin. Yeah, he is their cousin. <laughs> like second cousin or something. This theory is based on clues in the text, such as the fact that the the Burgess that oh the, the fact that Burgess seems to have a personal vendetta against the Fablehaven caretakers, and that he has a connection to some of the magical creatures in the preserve. It seems more like Fablehaven has a personal vendetta against Dale. <laughs> more like it's like you can't leave. <laughs> what, where what is he even doing in the fifth book? Where is he? They say, he says that he was like oh, he in, was the stables in, he was in the stables for like a month or yeah. something. Yeah, like I just can't imagine. He just like was there, yeah, alone by himself. Just like it's that's just that's such a funny theory. Because first of all, he is their cousin. Second of all, he's like the most like steady character ever. Like he, you can like read excerpts from him from he's the just first like, and the fifth book, and he's the exact same. Exactly. Yeah, he doesn't really have character growth, but he's a very minor character, so. So, yeah, and this this is a funny theory because I remember, so my family has been reading Fablehaven for, like, forever, and I remember <laughs> we once had this discussion where we were talking about Dale, and we were like, man, Dale just gets, like, overlooked in all of these things, and just, like, he, like, does nothing in the books, and I actually remember one of my I don't remember who it was in my family. They're like, what if Dale had like magic powers or something? It was just like secretly it's like, your guys fault yeah, I know. Desire. I was, I read this and I was like, <laughs> my family literally like talked about this one time. It was like, what if Dale was like the person that like comes and like defeats everything? Like, so it was just kind of funny. What if he's the secret, the secret weapon? Yeah. Of course, I was always over here theorizing. What if he's actually like? What if he's actually a member of the society? What if he is the captain? What if he is the Sphinx's boss? <laughs> That would be He's, nuts. <laughs> that would be the biggest. You would have to have more um, of him. Period. You'd have to have more of him in the books for that to be justified. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you should write that story. <laughs> just rewrite it, and then just have Dale have more of a, a little bit more of a presence, more of a presence, and then yeah, maybe that could work. <laughs> Poor that Dale. would be crazy. Okay, well, we've been focusing a lot on Fablehaven. Yeah. I'm gonna go to a different series. Okay, this one is kind of fun. <clears throat> so this is from Five Kingdoms, and it says, In the Five Kingdoms series, there's a character named Sky, who is a skilled archer, and a member of... Eh, wait. And a member of a group of rebels fighting against a tyrannical ruler. Some fans Not have bad. theorized that Sky is actually a member of a secret organization known as the Archers of Silence which is mentioned in the Fablehaven series. This theory is based on hints in the text, such as the fact that Skye has a special talent for archery and that she seems to have knowledge of magical creatures. Okay, remind us who Skye is for those of us who... Okay, so Skye was an illusionist from book two. 
I don't think she ever moves past book two. I think that's where she stays. Yeah. She was very, very skilled, though. Like, she could, like, like she was the OP one that we've, like, like, and so at the end of the books, I think they were planning on making her Grant Shaper. Like, that was the plan. Yeah, she goes to study with... Trillian. Trillian, the, the, the Torvor. And um, because the old, I think, Calypso died. Yeah, Calypso dies at the end of the yeah. second book. And so... And she becomes a Grand Shaper. Exactly. Um, it's, very, um, it's like, it's so close. Elowir. Elowir yep. is the name of the Elowir is the name of the Second Kingdom. And they have, like, the illusionist powers they can make. Yeah. They can make physical alterations. To Called seemings. Seemings. And, but mostly they just stick with the illusions, and she's yeah. really good at that. Yeah. So this is just funny because, like, she's a skilled archer. And <laughs> yeah. do you, like, it's funny because, like. She is a member of the rebel she group. She is in a rebel group fighting against a tyrannical ruler, mm-hmm. but she's not part of the Archers of Silence. Do they ever even. I don't remember that ever being mentioned at Fablehaven. Is that even a There's thing? no such thing as the Archers of Silence, and Five Kingdoms of Fablehaven have no. It's open. Crossover. Now. It's open. Okay. Well, this gives us an opportunity to talk about what we think is connected. Okay, so Do we, you think Fablehaven is connected at all to any of the other books? I think it could be. I don't Besides think Dragon it Watch. is. I don't think it is. Okay. Why do you think they are? And then I'll say why I don't. Hmm. Well, the reason why I think that they could be is because in Five Kingdoms, they have newsflash Five Kingdoms. One of them, uh, like, and later, in, I think in the fourth book, it's revealed, like, exactly what the Five Kingdoms are. It's kind of like a way station. Yeah. Like, it was created out of the space between life and death, where, like, basically everybody, so everybody dies, and they have what there's, what's called an echo that goes to the echo lands. Yeah. And, som- and sometimes in the echo lands, you can gain power to be able to shape your own little paradise before you move on to what's really, like, after death. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a little way station. Some very powerful echoes made a very like made the five kingdoms, and like brought mortals to live there. So yeah, already, yeah. it's already breaking many rules. Okay, and we have characters from other worlds in the Echo Lands yes. that we meet. We meet Farron and Drake and Drake from Beyonder from series. Lyrian from Lyrian. Yes, that is part of my reasoning. But I want to hear why you think why do you think Fablehaven is connected to anything else. So we do know that um, the kids who come from Earth come from a different Earth. Well, well, we we know they come from Earth, and so this Earth does appear not to have any like traditional magic or magical yeah. creatures like it does in Fablehaven. But who's to say that Fablehaven universe doesn't exist in another universe? Like we have, there's the realm of the Torvors. There's Lyrian. There's okay. Cole's Earth. So why isn't there another? Where could we, there be another Earth? We are thinking along the same lines, but in different directions. Because mm. for me, if it's a multiverse. <laughs> then it's a different universe and it's not connected at all. Mm. So I think that Fablehaven is not connect Fablehaven and Dragonwatch are not connected because they have magic on Earth. And it is very, very like set that in Lyrian and in Five Kingdoms, Earth does not have magic. Mm, because true. if you walk like the pilgrim path or whatever, like if you don't have back. magic. You forget about it. Mm-hmm. And then in Beyonders, Rachel's talking to I think when she's talking to Maldor or something, he says that, like, you cannot use magic. You cannot use um, Edomic in on Earth. How and Rachel Ferenc, even tries. How does Farron's hand survive? We can talk about that later. <laughs> um, but Rachel <coughs> even tries to use Edomic, and, like, it does not work at all. And so on this Earth, 
it is there's no magic and we know i feel like it is the same earth because there's no magic and because farron and drake say that they know kids from earth Earth. as well and so that's why i think they are from the same earth like cole and his friends are from the same earth as jason and rachel and that it's not connected to fable haven all right i see your point and i I am swayed. I, I, I most mostly agree. Right. I still think it would be so cool, though. Imagine okay, that crossover. Okay, but, like, if Kendra you say, Seth Cole. As with everything nowadays, if it's a multiverse, then everything works. Like yeah, True. <laughs> so, I guess it is kind of... But, like, no. Five Kingdoms and Lyrian are definitely connected. So here's the other question. Is Candy Shop War on the same Earth as Fablehaven? Because there's magic. There's magic. But it seems to abide by different rules. Yeah. Like, with the whole, like... If you are a wizard, is it is that what they call them? I think so. Sorcerer? Something like that. Nah. Well, if you're a wizard, you can live, like, almost forever. Yeah. But you have to, like, create, like, your own little sanctuary. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to have your portable And you, like, can't leave. Yeah. You can't leave. Yeah. Like. like yeah, that one um, guy makes, like, his ice cream truck. It's, like, yeah. portable layer. One of the guys has a hat. Like, oh, like the yeah. very powerful wizard, he managed to make his hat that. his lair. That so he can genius. go wherever. Like, that's smart. But yeah. I imagine, like. That's very difficult to do. Yeah. Like, because apparently, like, if they step outside, they die. But uh-huh. whereas in Fablehaven, um, wizards are humanized dragons. True. And True. I guess you, you can learn magic. It's just, I think it just operates by different rules. Yeah. Like, maybe. It's a different magic system for sure. Like, I imagine in Fablehaven, you could, like, use some of the theories and concepts from Candy Shop War. Like, I imagine there's a sorcerer out there making magical candy, because why wouldn't you? But I don't think they are. Yeah, I don't think they are either. I guess the only way I could rationalize it is that the wizards or whatever in Candy Shop War have to have their, like, layers because they're not dragons, but they still manage to become wizards. But that's a little bit of a stretch. Magicians. Magicians. That's what they call them. So maybe that's... Maybe. So, yeah. Right, I think we have so that's how work. I think all of it is connected or not connected, and obviously the Torvors play a big role in that, which we can talk about in future episodes oh, about our theories of that. Any other theories you want to um, touch on? Bracken is a powerful fairy, and was actually a changeling and switched at birth with a human baby. Switched at birth? <laughs> Apparently, that's what it says. Bracken is switched at birth, even though I don't even know how unicorns are born. Like. I don't want to think about that. Let's not think about that. <laughs> Every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. Anyway, we have we have probably time for one more. So. Yeah. In the Beyonder series, there is a name a character named Galoran. Galoran. <laughs> My Galoran. Galoran. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, guys. Sorry, I am very. I listen to the audiobooks, and so I'm very like fixed on like pronunciations of names because it just sounds better and i very rarely use audiobooks i just listen to i just read them and i make the, uh, the pronunciation in my head so we've had some interesting conversations about pronunciations yeah. okay wait, can, we have um galaran who is a skilled warrior and a former king yes true some fans have wait here some fans have theorized that Galaran yeah. is actually a member of a secret society known as the Knights of the Dawn, <laughs> which plays a major role in the Fablehaven series. This theory is based on hints in the text, such as the fact that, Gal- that Galaran has a tattoo on his wrist that matches the symbol of the Knights of the Dawn. Do they even have a symbol? No. <laughs> a sun? I don't know. <laughs> An Astrid? 
I don't know. That'd be my only so other thought. This is so funny. I like how it's just trying to connect. It's trying to do, like, connecting everything together, like how we were just trying to do, but in, like, the weirdest way possible. Because <laughs> it's like, oh, he has a tattoo on his wrist, and he's part of the Knights of the Dawn, and I'm like... Does he have a tattoo on his wrist? No. <laughs> he does not. Yeah. I remember, like, re- I, like, I remember reading them the first Beyonders, like, it was, like, in college. I, you'd convinced me to read them, and I was like, like, the first scene in the first book is Galloran getting blinded, is it not? Actually, no, it's not when he's blinded. Or at least he's when he's talking, captured. He's... No, that's the third book. The first book opens up with him talking to Maldor right after he's been blinded. Oh, right after he's been blinded. Yeah. I definitely need to reread those. We'll yeah. work on that. I'm working on it. I'm working. I got a lot of stuff to do on my plate, Megan. Audiobooks. <laughs> um, but um, it's so funny how they connect certain things. Like the funny thing is, if they like tried to connect it to Five Kingdoms, that could theoretically work. He's they're, actually a member of the Unseen. They're already connected, and there's Torvors. <laughs> I know, but like. That it would be theoretical. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, oh man. <laughs> I remember re- I had read Five Kingdoms first and I read uh, Beyond Our Second. So when I saw a Tour of Wars, I was like, wait, shoot, we got another trillion in this mess? Like, oh, that's going to be a problem. You, you read them. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I read, I read them at a different order than you did. I'd read them in release order. So yeah, I read them as they when came I saw out. When I saw Tour of War, yeah, I was, ex- I was expecting like phenomenal cosmic power. Eeny bitty space. <laughs> That's surprising how well that translates. It, <laughs> it works. It, it does work. No, I I think Torvors, and we'll have to talk. We'll we can spend an episode like talking about Torvors mm-hmm. in specific, but they're so interesting because of how different they are in Lyrian and in um, Five Kingdoms. Five Kingdoms, yeah. It's, and you can it's also very kind of, you could take it into the same context that immortality versus mortality. Oh, but they're not mortal. But they become mortal. Ramaro gets killed. He's taken to the beyond. Yeah, but okay, Be- we don't need to, we don't have time to I'm get just talking saying, about this, Jessica. Like, I, like they go in they we can go in deep with that if we want to in like okay. the fourth and fifth books of um, I have thoughts. I have many thoughts as so well. I. Well, <laughs> this has been interesting talking been about the theories of chat GPT and how off they are. And but how... they inspired some interesting conversations. Yeah, that first one, we were like, wait, how does Black this work? Sense. So it led I us to other questions. So maybe we'll talk about those at a later time. Yeah. But yeah, that was <laughs> that was fun. Let us know if you guys have any theories yeah, about your favorite books. theories from any of his, you have any of answers, his books. You know, we'd yeah. love to hear them and... If you want to hear us discuss any of them, please let us know. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening to the Knights of the Dawn podcast, everyone. Uh-huh. Um, please feel free to share this podcast with a friend or family member. We're trying to get it out to people. Indeed. And we're really trying to like try and build a community where we can talk about things like this, like where do blixes come from and stuff like that. You know, We want to hear all you guys' thoughts. Did Patton and Lena have a kid? Did Patton and Lena? <sighs> That'd be so interesting. <laughs> That'd be so intriguing. Well, because oh. I mean, they clearly have like... They have descendants, but is it through, like, Patton's sibling? It could be cousin. Like, yeah. He could be, like, a great uncle, you know? But I want to know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I want to So, yeah, if you have kid. any comments, please email us. Email us at knightsofthedawnpodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is where we'll be uploading these episodes. And we'll also put these episodes available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And we just want to thank you guys for taking the time to listen and let us know if you liked this episode, if you want us to do more than just talking about chapters, what you want to hear from us, you know, if you have any 
advice or tips or anything. Discussion questions. Discussion ideas, questions, anything, let us know. Until next time, I'm Megan. And I'm Jessica. See ya. Bye.